0: everyone, this is Frank Riker. And this is Darren Sands. And this is the Slaughterland Podcast.
1: Darren, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? God, I, you know, I was thinking about this um, earlier and thinking, right, what shall I say when the what have you been up to bit comes along? And I did a, a kind of mental list mm-hmm. and I've forgotten. So this week, what have I been doing this week? This week, work's been pretty, um, pretty slow as usual, given the pandemic. Um, I watched WandaVision which for the first few episodes of that I was like, what the fuck is going on here? but it's starting to take shape now so um, yeah, that's about it and yourself? I just recently
0: watched a movie Uh, I just watched one movie this week I've been catching up on the older movies I ordered uh, like Blind Fury, which we talked about Mm. previously Um, still holds up, still great Uh, Palmer with Justin Timberlake Palmer yeah he plays a convict that just got released for attempted murder it's a good movie if they had someone different <laughs> really because <laughs> you know i just like i don't see justin timberlake as an angry man what do you no. think i mean he's is he that like
1: he was i tell you what i i don't dislike the guy i think he's done a couple of good films i think i thought friends with benefits was was interesting he is a love guru love guru was he in that yeah with, with the mike myers thing yeah wow he had a big old mustache it. big yeah. mustache oh, yeah, and black yeah. curly hair that was him yeah. yeah i think the best thing he's probably done was um the social network and uh, we played the guy who owned napster what didn't he i think in that but yeah i i'm not myself does he sing in it no, does he start no. Dancing and no, he doesn't like, do any of that. <laughs> no, but uh, you know, it,
0: it was it was a good movie to to pass the day. You know, it's like a, it's like a two hour and fifteen minute movie, and uh, oh, wow, you know, it goes by because you're hmm. interested. In, oh, okay, so this is gonna be a Billy Bob Thornton thing with Sing Blade. Like he's yeah, gonna find yeah. the mother one day and he's gonna cut her head off or something.
1: Oh, that's a good. You know, film. Or
0: the uh, and, Sling Blade uh, is excellent. Yeah, what are you doing with that blade? Uh huh. <laughs> uh huh. So it's, it, it's, it was okay. It was all right. I, I watched it because it was, it was rated highly on, you know, by by people, but the critics didn't like it too much. Not, not too many actors, not too many singers could be actors. You know, Cher was, was a Cher an Oscar nominee? Uh, Elvis sucked. Uh, yeah, Elvis <laughs> sucked. Uh, not as a singer, as an actor, people.
1: Gene Simmons. Uh, <laughs> he was awful at
0: that. Yeah, Gene Simmons. Uh, Frank Sinatra,
1: I think he was more into the movies than singing. I, I wouldn't really dare tell Frank Sinatra he sucked at acting. No, no. <laughs> you just get whacked.
0: Beyonce, you know, she she's been yeah, pretty she good in some right. movies. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Hudson. Mm. You know, yeah. She remember she she's definitely one of those inspirational stories when people told her, Eh, you know, you're not gonna Make it too far on American Idol, and then look at her. She's a best winning, you know, best supporting actress. Yeah, yeah. you know, for an Oscar. Holy
1: shit! You know, that's all I could think. Barbara Streisand as well.
0: Barbara Streisand, absolutely. Lady Gaga, maybe.
1: Yeah, Um,
0: yeah, yeah. She was great in American Horror Story, but I think that was a body double most of the time. Probably.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the one film I did watch, I started to watch and I fell asleep, but my wife. Continued with it, and she, I kind of kept waking up, and she was laughing. Psycho Goreman.
0: I seen it. I, I haven't seen the movie, but I seen the advertiser for it. Is it, is it funny? Is it supposed to be like a black? It, comedy yeah,
1: movie? I mean, it was. It was these kids on Earth, This kind of demon, and and um, who's come from another planet, and then he, he has this life force, which is this kind of egg thing, this red egg, and whoever holds it can control him.
0: But oh, what it yeah. does is yes, it, yes.
1: Triggers, um, it triggers. It triggers. Um, some assassins from his planet to come and chase him on Earth and, and that's as far as I got I started nodding off but it was pretty fun, it was like an 80s kind of thing this young girl's controlling this fucking monster who's pulling heads off left, right and centre um, it was good fun, uh, I need to watch it again though but I think I, I, it was Lee McCoy who watched it and he was kind of, I think it was one of the other channels that had reviewed it too and um, I thought I'd give it a look and I did enjoy yeah, it, but uh, I need to give it good reviews. Yeah, yeah, they give it excellent reviews, and you know there was some nice effects work in there, and it was all low budget, but it was it was good fun. Is it the sequel to uh, I Come in Peace with Dolph Longgren? <laughs> was that the? Was the, oh, what do they call that? No, it was called something <laughs> different in the UK. It was called Dark Angel. <laughs> yes, Dark Angel. Dark Angel. It, it, the, yeah. They had the uh, with the, the with gun the that would flying CDs. <laughs> <laughs> With the yeah, TV's yeah, cutting yeah. people's heads off, yeah, 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 yeah. That was fun. The I like that movie. And the uh, the the uh, the human
0: blood would turn into like a uh, like a meth type liquid. Yeah, Ex- yeah, and, yeah. And he was yeah. a, he was an alien drug dealer. <laughs> 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 and the line was, "I come in peace," and Dolph Luger would say, "And you'll go in pieces." <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, gun, I don't
1: know why. Uh, I don't know why they changed the title in the UK. It was called Dark Angel here, and I actually saw it in the cinema when it came out, uh, which is probably one of the few Dolph Lundgren movies to be released in the cinemas over here. Jeez, <laughs> I forgot about that. Those bloody intergalactic drug dealers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Darren, um, I first want to thank. Actually, we should thank Dave McCray for having us on his show
1: yeah that, uh, that was, was that was great that was great yeah. yeah
0: and uh, we also like to thank Sean for having us on uh, well watching one of the worst horror movies in my opinion of all time is Scream
1: yeah that, that was a lot of fun
0: too uh, you could say that <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I had a, a little a little fruit of the gods or the drink of the gods with me in
1: order to get through that um, but yeah, also, for those who aren't aware, we're, as we're recording this, it's actually Frank's birthday today. So happy birthday, Frank. Thank you. Uh, well, how does it feel to be, what are you, 16, 17 now?
0: Or um, I, I, just <laughs> turned, I just turned 21. Could you imagine? Because then our age 3, I would have been illegally drinking. You, know? oh, you would have been, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no I'm actually uh, as my wife would say over here I'm age protected now for age discrimination because I just hit the big four zero. is it 40 today? I'm 40 yep 40 wow I didn't realize you were 40 wow okay look I don't wow. look it do I? no <laughs> <laughs> I don't think That's... any of our generation does. I think generation X has has um, aged gracefully yeah I think
1: we have I guess so yeah, I'm I'm I've uh, another couple of years and I'll be 50. Oh.
0: Don't look at though. You don't look it. You know, none Thank of you. us do.
1: So, we had a little I don't know if we should mention this, but we had a little change in our schedule. We did talk a few weeks ago about the fact that we were going to do Peter Jackson's movies. We've put that on hold for a few reasons which we'll we'll explain when we come around get around to actually doing it, but we decided that we would talk about the Terminator. Now, the Terminator was we did have it in mind for our next season, but you know we thought we'd bring it forward and uh, and, and talk about particularly the first movie, but um, also maybe touch on on some of the others as well. Some of those sequels that are some are good, some are okay, and some are just downright awful. From a future where men must
0: hide underground, has come a machine wrapped in flesh, who
1: kills, but cannot be killed. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Terminator. An
0: assassin from the 21st century, sent back through time. His target is a woman who holds the key to the future. Her only hope is a soldier who has
1: hunted the Terminator from the future into the present. It's not a man. A machine. Terminator. What does it want to be? It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop. Ever. Until
0: you are dead. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Terminator.
1: Terminator. I guess you're about as old as the Terminator now. Yeah. What year did it come out? Eighty four. Eighty four. Yeah. Eighty four. Yeah. And I was, I was, I was just a wee lad. Uh,
0: mm. I remember it. James Cameron got this idea from a dream he had. And uh, about this metal man chasing him in his dream and everything. We'll get to that a little bit later. But yeah, I remember my dad uh, sitting me down and says, you got to watch this. I'm fucking three or four. And I'm like, isn't cartoons on? know, I was like, just sit there and watch this, damn it. <laughs> and I'm not turning it. And I, I remember that they couldn't afford money for an orchestra because Orion uh, helped uh, put the money uh, to this movie. Because they they schlepped around to Hollywood and say, "How about this? How, you know, you want to take a look at it?" Everyone's like, "No, fuck it, it's just terrible." Uh, so they couldn't afford the orchestra, so they got the synthesizer. Uh, the guy who uh, and I remember that and then and, then the, and the hammering of like a, a hammer and everything. My son loves the intro because it's that ding 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 ding, you know, and he's just fascinated because when the um, credits and you hear the and you see the oh, it's the, uh, letters a great piece of music, and yeah, and then i just remember being glued to it but i didn't realize the significance of the terminator uh until i saw terminator 2 later on Mm. you know way down the road and uh yeah but terminator is a great movie but you certainly probably remember it more fondly than me though
1: yeah i think i was uh, probably about 10 or 11 at the time and i I obviously never saw it in the cinema and I, i think it's its theatrical run was quite short-lived in the UK. I don't think it was a huge hit, um, but certainly when it got to VHS, it it really started to um, to snowball. And I remember, I think it was my dad rented it. I remember watching it. And because I was a huge fan of um, Halloween around that time, when you think about it, there are a lot of similarities between The Terminator and, and Halloween. And so it instantly attracted me to it. And... I always look at the original Terminator as as a horror film. I think, yeah, it's not absolutely. You know, it's it, it's you've got that whole stalking thing, that whole that really eerie sort of um, ominous score that you've got in the background. The fact that he goes through the phone book, just picking off women with the same name, uh, and there's this kind of frantic um, race to find the actual Sarah Connor before he catches up with her. Uh some of these scenes are just horrific where he's busting into people's houses and blowing them away and you know in particular the the, the, the sequence in in Sarah Connor's um flat where a flatmate and her boyfriend Gareth get attacked ginger was, right yeah yeah and and i think it's Rick Rosovich isn't it the, mm-hmm. he ended up being in top gun amongst the speedo guys. underwear yeah yeah <laughs> thrown around his bedroom in red socks but i think what what i mean Going back to you know uh, the production and everything on on Terminator, he, James Cameron had kind of really got one film under his belt at this point, which was a fucking awful sequel to what we were talking about last week, which was Piranha. He directed Piranha Two, and again another switch of title. I think in the US it was called The Spawning. Mm-hmm. Um, in the UK it was called Flying Killers. <laughs> <laughs> another film about people interfering with fish (laughs) genetically modifying fish in this case so fish (laughs) fucking yeah fish fucking so that they can fly um and so you would piranhas fucking flying around and I think it was made with Italian money if I'm right I think we filmed it in Rome or something like that and I think a lot of it's like badly dubbed and Mm -hmm. it's just a terrible I mean you know Cameron started in in I think he was in like production design and things like that yeah yeah he was he he did a lot of the kind of matte paintings on escape from new york um but you know for for whatever reason after he'd done piranha 2 flying killers (laughs) somebody decided to give him some money to make the terminator but what's interesting about it is that some of the early names for the terminator as well because we all sort of agree that Arnold Schwarzenegger was born to play the Terminator, and it's what he'll be most, most, you know, remembered for whenever he passes. O.J. Simpson was one of the first people to be considered to play the Terminator. Can you imagine? The juice. It would have been been a very (laughs) short movie because he would have completed his objective... (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. He Sorry to... folks, but the...
1: <laughs> Yeah, he he obviously I don't know whether the studio passed on it or he passed on it or what, that it cl- clearly he decided to just go off and do some terminating of his own after that. But um... <laughs> um, O.J. Simpson and the other one was which really kind of um surprised me was Mel Gibson. Was also considered. He turned it down. Mm-hmm. He turned it down, and then and said he wasn't right for it, which is probably you know probably true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, good it's like him. how
0: people it's how people thought in the day that he should
1: have been James Bond. Yeah, yeah. it's too yeah. small, too small, too small. Bow-legged. Um, <laughs> he, um, yeah, he. when he did see the film, he actually um, got in touch with. With Arnie and said, "Look, you know, you were perfect for it. It's just, just, and he is. He is perfect for it because, you know, the way that he, he, he portrays that character, or if you can call him a character, it's just spot on. It's kind of I, I wasn't too, I wasn't too enamoured with how how they took the the role over the, you know, the, the sequels and everything. But in that first film, he's terrifying. Um, yeah, it, and when it's his size." Yeah. yeah.
0: It's, it's unstoppable it's, force. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine like, uh, if he was for, you know, but what was his original role that, uh, he, that they wanted him to read for? It wasn't the Terminator, was it? Was it um, Reese? Yeah, he wanted to be Kyle Reese. Now, who was James Cameron's first pick to be the Terminator?
1: <sighs> I don't know. Who was it? Lance. Oh, Lance Henriksen! Yes,
0: could you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got this. You got Kyle Reese, Arnold Schwarzenegger, basically holding the head of the Terminator, Lance. You know, holding him back, and Lance is just swinging and missing him. <laughs> <laughs> this
1: spindly but, old guy. That's, yeah. so if, for those of you not aware, that's Bishop from Aliens. So, if you want to see a Terminator, a
0: Lance Terminator, just look at Aliens. That's hmm. what it would have been. Yeah, uh, but yeah, Arnold was definitely you know this. If you want to have an unstoppable force, what other person to pick besides the guy who was Hercules in New York, Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger?
1: He does it so well, and um, it, and also credit to um, Stan Winston who did a lot of the second unit on this and um, and the makeup effects. Some of them, I mean, I was I was quite impressed today how how well some of them have held up. Some more than others. Um, The bit when he's operating on his own arm looks fantastic, you know. Absolutely digging around in there. The fake Arnie head, where he's pulled his eye out, is all a bit sort of juddery and robotic, and but it's fine. Do you know what I mean? It's supposed to be Um, a robot, right? So you don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those films again, and we say this every week that has just stayed with me ever since I've seen it. And I don't think that, no matter how many sequels, equals, prequels, whatever you want to call them, that you do to this, it's ever going to better it. It's, 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 it's one of those... So there's always a debate as to whether it's a sci-fi or whether it's a horror or... You know, because what Cameron did with this franchise is he took it for... So he took, the first one plays out to me like a horror, and then the sequel plays out like an action picture. The tone of it's completely different. Uh, which is something that he did with Aliens as well. So the original Alien is a horror film. And then when Aliens came along, the tagline was, of course, this time it's war. And it was, it was just a sci-fi action film. It was, there wasn't really much in the way of horror involved in it. But yeah, I would say that this really fits at the tail end of all those kind of 1980s uh, slasher movies. For me, it's one of the films that sort of killed off that genre. I agree. agree. Uh... You know, there's also when this movie came out, there was a
0: lot of uh, controversy with Sarah Connor and Lyndall Hamilton playing her. Hmm. I put I put Sarah Connor along with Ripley, and that type of strong woman. And I don't consider her a final girl. I consider her more of a, of a, a heroine. You know, she's like Rip, like Ripley went after all the aliens, all the xenomorphs. She didn't let anything stand in her way. Same thing after terminator she you know knew how important she was and how her son was and stood up to all this prepared and but i don't see i don't see the controversy of her being the how people thought she was the normal you know running screaming woman and needed a needed a man to help her i don't get it but then you find out why that guy is there of course because it's john's father
1: you know, yeah, michael
0: played reese very well too
1: yeah, no, it's, it's uh, one of the things that was really annoying about the, um, I think it was one of the first times that it was aired on TV in the UK, was that there was, at the time, they were sort of clamping down on sex on TV and things like that, and they actually edited out the um, the sex scene uh, <laughs> between Linda Hamilton and Michael Bean. Would that which, be considered lovemaking? Really? <laughs> But also, isn't it like a really pivotal part of the fucking yeah. plot? Yeah, that's,
0: that's the birth of the, the rebellion. Yeah. The
1: part. resistance leader.
0: Yeah. I mean, he did. Michael. I mean, Kyle Reese didn't just throw in a cup and say, "Here, pour this in." You know, at the right moment. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's I mean I can see that. What did they I mean they would have blurred out the cup, you know, give handing it over. But for Christ's <laughs> sakes, people, it's a I don't understand the cutting of a intimate love making plot scene versus a straight out you know, straight intercourse. I don't get it. It that should mm. be part of the movie. The tenderness. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, that's the and the soft music. It, no, it wasn't like they were, you know, having uh, having this lovemaking session or uh, scene to, you know, two live crew music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, it was the first thing they do after you know they 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 give birth to the the rebellion or start
1: the rebellion. You know, she calls her mother. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah, Mom, guess what I did? I think, just pour it in. Is that what you said? Just be, there's a cup, just pour it in when I'm cold. Yeah,
0: just pour it
1: in. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we just hit an all new low, I think, for the Slaughter lamb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! No, that's um, yeah. So they, they they removed a major plot point. Basically, <laughs> you just had to kind of mentally assume that, that somewhere along the road, these two had got together and uh, and, and 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 John Connor had, <laughs> had come out of it all, but um, or maybe John's father's the Terminator.
0: Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Because he's remember he's supposed to have all the uh, what did Kyle Reese say they had they had the first Terminators came out they were easy to see rubber skin you know were very fake and then the new T 800s came out and they were harder to, they had everything you know he says they they smell they have bad breath uh, they they uh, can bleed now you gotta uh, you gotta think Sprint. they have other functions as well they, they, There's a Terminator shit.
1: Yeah, you know, or take a piss. You know, I don't know because they don't eat, do they? So I doubt it. No, but no. do you think they? But would you think that they could? it's not something I've thought. About. <laughs> really? <laughs> it, do You think it just like well, it drops bolts or something like that? <laughs> Sc- screws yeah. and bolts, couple
0: washers and bolts of yeah. the toilet so the only way you would be able to figure out a Terminator really is one it's trying to kill you and you shoot it and it doesn't and it comes back um, it could walk through fire and lose its eyebrows and that, or you need a dog to you know uh, point him out yeah. uh, but in, in the later series you know, a dog befriends a Terminator which just pisses me off <laughs> uh, and then um, or you just have him drink water or eat a taco and see what happens in 24 hours yeah. <laughs> when was the first time you saw this
1: right it was just yeah I think it would have been about 84 85 and it was on VHS at home um, and I just remember watching it and it was the it was the nearest thing to I guess to Halloween that I'd seen and it's, it's, it's all due to that kind of as we said before that sort of unstoppable force that you know there's a scene early on in the movie in the nightclub tech noir the nightclub um, whereas Reese saves Sarah Connor from being shot at the very last moment and it's the first time that you really get to see how unstoppable Arnie is what is he a T100? T-100? T800? T800, T-800. he had T- the T1000
0: which is the upgrade in the later yeah game. yeah Robert Patrick um, one why do you think this is not really on cable that much compared to Terminator 2
1: it's more popular, isn't it? But for the wrong it reasons, is. I think. Yeah, yeah. Terminator Two is just too much of a product of its time for me. It's it's kind of too glossy and MTV, and you know, as fucking Guns N' Roses playing in the background all the time, and it, all it, you know, the Hasta La Vista and the thumb and the. For me, it was just annoying. It kind of took everything that was good about The Terminator and flushed it away. It was... it You know, Arnie being... Whilst it was a nice twist, Arnie being the bad guy... Uh, being the good guy, sorry, wasn't something that I kind of bought into too much. Mm-hmm. I think that... Obviously, it's a milestone movie. There were a few milestone effects movies over the years. Uh, things like The Abyss and um, and, and Terminator 2... You know, I remember being in the, c- the cinema watching it in, in my hometown and-, and people cheering, you know, when the Robert Patrick's head got split in two and it reformed and, you know, they were using an effects technique we'd never seen before, so it was really exciting. And I think for me, other than those, you know, there's some great action sequences in there, but other than those action sequences and the effects, Terminator 2 doesn't really, for me... Stand up to the original.
0: I agree. The uh, we also have to give kudos not only to Stan Winston but to Fantasy 2 who did all the miniatures hmm. and did the like the, the skulls crushing because they made those little tiny skulls. Yeah, those were all little tiny ones, and they would do. They would put like a, a fake skull, a big normal size fake skull in the forefront, while putting them in the back. Uh, those little skulls in the background to give it scale. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, you know, that was some great futuristic uh, scenery. The hunter-killers going around and the, the pickup truck trying to speed away. And that type of foreshadowing of what the future was was terrifying, wasn't it? Hmm.
1: Just oh, all yeah. those
0: skulls. i never seen that before. All these skulls yeah. all around.
1: Yeah, no, and that stuff, We you know, we never really got a, a, a Terminator movie that incorporated that kind of, that landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a full Terminator movie that was that was laid out like that. I was looking at the credits today, and I was I could have sworn that somebody like Phil Tippett would have been behind it. All you know, um, there's a lot of, in the original Terminator. There's a lot of stop motion animation and things mm-hmm. like that. But it wasn't, was it? It wasn't. It wasn't Phil Tippett behind it at all. Um, there's some ropey kind of back projection scenes in the original Terminator, but with recent blu-ray releases that they've bought out and remastering remastered versions um i think they've tidied it up quite nicely and 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 certainly the, the 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 dolby digital mix on it is really impressive but it would i i do think it would have been interesting to see a whole movie set in that kind of future world um which unfortunately we never never really got to
0: not to that point right we got a future world but not with the skulls yeah, on there, yeah, it was no, dark but, and
1: bleak, and, and yeah, and some was, of those flashbacks in the first Terminator are superb, especially when yeah, when, Ree- when we see Reese with the photo and he's been tr- he's been chased by another model of Terminator, which we never really get a close up view of. You just kind of see his eyes through the smoke as he's kind of shooting at Reese. But you know, I'd love to have seen something that incorporated that kind of world. One of my favorite scenes in Terminator
0: is. The gun shop scene with Dick
1: Miller. Dick Miller, yeah, yeah. You who know, we it, talked it, about last episode in, in Piranha and also it was in Gremlins as well. Who
0: who just acts so cool on screen. Like, he just, <laughs> I, whether he's in the howling or anything, he just, he pretends that that camera really isn't there. He doesn't yeah, really yeah. act up for the camera. He, you know, he's just, you know, Arnold's going around, double barrel shotgun. He's giving them all out. And, uh, you know, and the the handgun, he goes, That's a great gun right there. And uh, then he what is it? He wants the uh, the one gun though in a forty watt range, the laser rifle. He's like, Hey, just what you see, pal. And uh, he says, you he, take the take the rifles now, but you have to leave the hand you have to leave the handguns. Oh you can't do that
1: wrong. <laughs> it shoots him. When <laughs> he <really> knows <laughs> he's gonna get shot, he's just like you, you can't do that. <laughs> You know, Dick
0: Miller's, yeah, you know, Dick Miller's response. You know, when he's grabbing these guns, any of these guns would be great for home defense. <laughs> 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 you, you know, but there's, there's the the death scenes in here, which I think there are only a couple, right, a handful. There's not, well, no, I forgot the police station. The police station, there's a lot. Oh yeah, there's, there's thirty there. Yeah, <laughs>
1: 30. <laughs> but 30 there, not pops. a lot
0: of blood, is there, in this movie?
1: Uh no not apart from when he's operating on himself. Um, I mean, like let's say human blood. Let's just say yeah, that. yeah. There's the inter- there's there's the introduction w- when Arnie first kind of arrives and takes on Bill Paxton, who's playing a punk in in the in the start of the film, and um, Arnie tries to take his clothes. He's him and a couple of other guys. Yeah. Bill Paxton just reminds me of Chet from um, Weird Science. It's almost like he jumped from that film into this one, playing the same character. But yeah, there's a, there's a, there's the three of those guys get killed or something, don't they? And Arnie gets yeah. stabbed. And But I tell you what, what was always memorable to me, and it always used to make me laugh, which was the guy driving the kind of trash truck uh, uh-huh. this, this, uh, this yeah yeah. so uh, Arnie arrives and there's all this lightning and everything, and you got this um this old dude in the tr- in the trash truck l- looking through the window with a big cigar in his mouth going, what the hell, <laughs> what the hell?
0: <laughs> or the guy getting his uh, pants stolen. <laughs> hey, Dick, my pants. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like he had pants on again, you know. I'm looking for this naked bum, you know. But, you know Maybe because he stole the pants of this, uh, of of the bum, Kyle stole them. The bum is actually John's uh, father. But the residue left him. <laughs> oh. Or it he gave her syphilis. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. A
1: lot of DNA in those pants. Oh. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Get another pair of pants. Everything is new because
0: he breaks into that you know that clothing store except for the pants. You could find a decent pair of pants on those racks.
1: Got some brand new Chuck Taylors. <laughs> I love those Nike boots. Those Nike oh, yeah. boots were amazing. They still look amazing today. Those black ones with the silver swoosh on them um, and the Velcro yeah. siding. Yeah, 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 yeah. If Terrific. they
0: made if they made a reissue for like the Terminator's
1: fiftieth anniversary. Did you buy those? Oh god, yeah, yeah, they look terrific because they don't look too ridiculous now. They're not like, no. you know, coming it, back. Yeah, exactly. They, they look really cool. It's not like you're buying um Marty's um boots from Back to the Future or whatever it was. Part two, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, those ones. You know, self-laces. Look, yeah, yeah, that look ridiculous. These are really cool retro um, ankle boots that Nike made. I remember them at the time. I remember them being. I remember kids wearing them. If they, maybe they do do them now, I don't know, but I'd certainly be up for a pair of those if they did like a fiftieth anniversary. Well, let's face it; it's, it's not too long. When it's, oh no, it's a fortieth anniversary in order of the years. Okay. So, what is the
0: most disturbing scene for you in this movie? Maybe not disturbing in, in our sense because you and I are both mentally. You know, uh, what do you think is the, the the most disturbing scene in this movie? Would it be the beginning with the with the guys, with Brian Thompson and what and with the Bill what? The hell? What him? Oh no! Yeah, okay, right,
1: with the- <laughs>
0: no no the, the, the truck man's not disturbing.
1: <laughs> um, no, I think I I, I probably um, let me think now. I would have said that the police station massacre is. It's so cold and uh, relentless. I think that's probably the most disturbing scene because you're introduced to these two characters which are Paul Winfield who plays um, Traxler and um, Lance Henriksen. What's his character called now? V- Vukovic or something like that? Is it? He's, he's like
0: a, another. He's like either the, the lieutenant, you know, like a second command.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're, so you're introduced to these two guys earlier on in the movie and they're, you know, they're, you expect these guys the type of characters that they are and the amount of time that you spend with them you expect them to be with you throughout the whole movie but they just murdered they're just killed within this sequence where Arnie breaks in and it's it's the it's you know it's the I'll be back moment when he goes off gets the truck drives through uh, and then just it's gets for the rest of his life isn't it Yeah yeah but apparently it's it wasn't meant to be that it was supposed to be I'll come back. Um, and Arnie switched it to I'll Be Back, and, you know, it's stuck with him ever since. But, yeah, no, that sequence is brutal, where he just... And apparently, uh, I didn't know this until I was reading about it, but there's a scene earlier on where Paul Winfield, the the cop, turns around and says uh, to Sarah Connor, you're quite safe here, I've got 30 cops guarding this building. If you follow Arnie as he walks through, you can actually count 30. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow! We'll have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one. There's another. <laughs> Three or four minute sequence of him just murdering people one after the other. It's uh, it's pretty brutal, and it's a scene that I always thought wanted to see in. Um, was it Halloween four or five? It was Halloween five. Vibe, five, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. When Michael yeah. gets busted out. Yeah. 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 And they did it all off camera. Um, yeah. Who knows? That film may have kind of redeemed itself a little bit if we'd mm-hmm. seen all that destruction on screen rather than after the aftermath. Damn, Dr. Wynn's a pretty good shot. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it's the um, the police station scene. Because I think if you put Arnold's
0: Conan and Arnold's Terminator, I think Terminator will win hands down all the time. Oh, for, we're doing for verses
1: now. Where no, did this no, come no. from? No, like, I mean, a,
0: I mean a, I mean a popularity. Oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> I, thought,
1: I thought this was like a Freddy versus Jason moment. Yeah, yeah. Conan comes out and says Cromin, and all of a sudden, this, the Terminator's head comes off yeah. you know, with the swing of the sword. Um, yeah, no, I, I was never a huge Conan fan. Um, in fact, you know, uh, Terminator and Predator are probably the, my favorite two Arnold films by a long shot. And i always and i I always kind of favored Arnie over Stallone as well I don't know why um I enjoyed Stallone's films but Arnie Arnie's films always seem to be a little bit more varied in what he did um you know with, be it you know the medieval stuff with with um with conan through to sci-fi stuff and even a little bit of comedy thrown in there with with the likes of twins which you as much as you slag off as a kid when i went to the cinema to see that i thought was just fucking brilliant um you're frowning at me <laughs> it's you know what it is it's 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 a
0: fun movie you gotta have yeah. it on if it's on of TV. course it is yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah i don't have it yeah I don't
1: own it uh, but I, I do watch it oh no, neither do I but uh, I, I would watch it again and, and I keep you know hoping that one day they will come up with this kind of the, the th- this, this sequel idea that they've been pushing around for decades now with Arnie and and, and Eddie Murphy and, and Danny DeVito um, I don't know how that's going to work but it'd be good fun to see it but mm-hmm. you know as a kid I was oh, I loved twins I thought it was a great for, uh, comedy Yakati yak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Terminator and the Penguin. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: But no, I was always a big fan of Arnie's films back in the eighties and nineties.
0: We forgot to give props to Roger Corman for this movie, even though he didn't have a direct hand in it. But his students were of, of this of his school, because I, I, I do think Roger Corman has a school of filming. Um, Ann Hurd and James Cameron were both. Involved in Roger with Roger Corman gave him, and Roger gave them all of his tips. You know how to work on a budget because this this movie was a low budget movie.
1: You know, yeah, with, yeah. With Orion producing, yeah, it made six. It was six point four million do- uh, dollars, uh, and it made around the world. It made seventy eight. So definitely you know, got its money back.
0: Yeah, yeah. I heard that Linda Linda Hamilton did this movie with a broken ankle. Is that right? Yeah. There's a point where... Remember when she's running away from the
1: exploding tractor trailer? Oh, so it wasn't because of the sex scene? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the way she's running away from the... uh, the She's hobbling a little bit. She is. She's hobbling,
0: yeah. And so she uh, she had a broken ankle.
1: Oh, wow. Fun fact about that scene as well. In the opening few moments of the movie, you get that shot of, of Arnie pulling up in that neighborhood and squishing that um, that toy truck with his car the toy truck that he runs over is a replica of the truck that runs over him later in the movie (laughs) which I thought was pretty cool (laughs) because that's a horrible moment when you get squished by that truck
0: yeah you know it's it's it's, didn't they have to remake in the LA police department because they were originally going to film in Toronto but they didn't get They had to wait for Arnie's schedule with Conan to be completed, and they didn't get Dave's permission. No, (laughs) Uh, they didn't get. Yeah, they didn't get Mr. McRae's permission. uh, Dave would have been like four. (laughs) (laughs) They had to rebuild. I mean, that was a miniature. I mean, but they rebuilt the outside of the L.A. Police Department. Oh, really? That was all miniature, that, that that whole scene. And, of course, you could tell that's a big screen in the background.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. When
0: they, they filmed it. Uh, but, yeah, what did you, what did you think? Is we, we don't see what the actual Terminator looks like now until towards the end of the movie. I mean, were you just like, holy shit, look at that fucking
1: thing. I much prefer him kind of – I much prefer seeing the Terminator – kind of partially covered with Arnie's flesh Gosh. and you know I, there's. A, I was reading about a great uh, story of something that you could never do today because the internet would just lose its fucking shit but mm-hmm. um, when he was shooting uh, some of those scenes, some of those final moments after he's been burnt and um, and he's got part of his face missing, he, he stopped off went for a coffee in a, um, a cafe somewhere, truck stop or something, I can't remember what it was And walked in and just absolutely scared the living shit out of everybody in the cafe. Now, no one would have had a camera with them. No one would have had any sort of recording device whatsoever. But today, if you did that, that would be it. The fucking movie would be ruined. It'd just be all over the place and spoiled. And, you know, it it just shows, you know, back then things were a lot simpler and you could probably have a lot more fun on set than what Mm -hmm. you can nowadays. No, I prefer Arnie, kind of, sort of, in that halfway point of being half mangled and half robot. And you know, in some of the some of the sequels, you get a lot of decent shots of that. I know Terminator Three's got some really good moments where he's kind of half Arnie, half robot. Let's talk about some of those sequels. So, Terminator Two, you're you're a fan. You're a big fan of.
0: I I, I like Terminator Two. The original Terminator, I could watch all the time. Terminator Two is is. You know what? I don't own all the Terminators except for I, I own. I don't own any of them except for one. Then not part one, but I'll tell you which one I own. Terminator Two is fun, but now that I got older, I'm like, this is really. Because when you're a kid and you're watching this, is like, oh, this is fantastic. I have my pet robot. But as you get older, you're just like, yeah, it's it's kind of getting on the point of being a PG movie. You know, kind of like the Iron yeah, Giant. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, just like yeah. uh, I think the Iron Giant was uh, is actually better than Terminator 2. I'm sorry, <laughs> fam- I'm sorry, folks, but I think it is. It's
1: uh, a superb film. Yeah, I
0: I understand what it did for cinema and the creation of the T1000 and everything. You know, but me, when they start saying, you know, oh, I'm a learning computer. You know, I, uh, human emotions. You know, I, I sense this thing called pain. Terminator's not supposed to do that. It's not supposed to. <laughs> Do all that? It's like when they captured the Terminator, you know, and reprogrammed. Did they say, "Oh, let's give him a personality"? No, he has a mission. That's his mission. Yeah. His programming. Yeah. yeah, and that's the way he should have been. He should have been Arnold in the background, uh, back in the first Terminator with uh, John Connor, the, the the you know the twelve year old John Connor. But I understand why they had to change him because he never had a father figure because his father's dead.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, I um I think that um it soon wore off on me the more that i saw it and i don't think that it holds up as well today as as the original i just think there are there are things to do with the original you know the the tone um, there was a there was a distinct switch in tone when terminator 2 came out and they were playing to the masses because the movie was so expensive and and you know cameron was on the back of the likes of aliens and the abyss and things like that that he there was a huge expectation for him to deliver a film to the masses and and even though terminator was relatively small at the u.s box office back when it came out which i think was around about 38 million he had a big weight on his shoulders to be able to 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 pull in a huge audience and and so you know they they had to kind of diversify a little bit with it and and up the end you know yeah 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 but in in a different way um it is an r-rated movie but it doesn't feel like an r-rated movie which the original terminator really does uh, but then you get to the likes of terminator 3 it, it was fun it was fine um, there are a couple of moments in that film i think some of the Best effects in the series are in Terminator 3. There's one particular effect where he's kind of fighting the. Um, what is, is she the T1 million or something like that? TX. The TX. That was it. The TX. Where he's fighting. He's kind of like hand to hand combat with the TX and they're throwing each Best other looking around. Best look Terminator 5 I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're throwing each other around. And they end up in the. I think they smash the restroom up or something, don't they? Lavatory, yeah. It's- yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the bog's thrown around and he dumps her in it. It, Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they end up on the floor, in, in like kind of like embraced with each other. And the two of them start fighting, sat down on the floor. And her body does this full kind of reversal thing where her arms and her legs sort of invert and turn the other way around to wrap around him She and went well, head spins yeah head spins as well and it's a, a fantastic effect now i watched that so many times I can't tell whether it's CG or whether it's practical at all it looks so good as that moment um, but the film as a whole was just throwaway. Mm-hmm. Um and then you, Salvation I loved the direction that Salvation went in you know, that's the. I'll,
0: I'll tell you, that's the one I own. I think it's the, besides the first Terminator, it tried to be adult. Mm. It tried to go back to the beginning of that, that whole beginning of Judgment Day. Yeah. Where things are starting to pick up. And, and when you see Arnold, who wasn't in the movie technically no, you know, they, for the first time, everyone was, was like, holy shit. Yeah. You know that's what blew it away for me, and I get the concept. You know, with with you know the guy, uh, Sam Winston's character, not Sam Winston, uh, Sam um, Worthington. Worthington, where he's this part robot, part man, whose only only body part on him that's real is his heart, you know, which is his weakness. But going toe to toe with a Terminator was fantastic. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I don't know why it didn't do too well. Um, you had big stars in there. Christian Bale was in it. Sam was in it. Uh, Common, the rapper was in it. Uh, you got a uh, uh, Ron Howard's yeah. daughter, Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallard, Howard, Dallas yeah, Howard. Yeah, Bryce Dallas yeah. Howard. She was in it. I don't know. I didn't find its audience, uh, but I actually, uh, I actually liked that movie. Anthony did as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Michael Ironside. Yeah, yeah. you know, I thought it was a decent movie
1: it is good and there's a lot more to that movie that um, there was a lot more ambition to it that didn't get realised yeah yeah but, um, but but yeah I know what you mean it was, it was a great idea but I think it was a Terminator movie with not enough Terminator in it that was its problem yeah um, and it was it was about to kick off a new trilogy now the direction the trilogy was going to go was something else that was really cool the, what McGee had planned if it had come to uh, the screen would have been Amazing, but I think that the Terminator was a franchise of its time and no matter how many times people have tried to resurrect it, Arnie's not the person he is he was, sorry. Arnie's not the person today that he was thirty, forty years ago. And kids couldn't give a shit at all. They're not interested. And that was proven with unfortunately with Terminator Genesis, which the first I actually quite like the first 15-20 minutes where they kind of recreate yes. the original Terminator and I think they did that really well um, the rest of it it's like oh god it's, it's people are so miscast
0: let's just say this about Genesis and Dark Fate because I'm going to put them in the two categories of being shit <laughs> um, it goes to prove that no matter what happens throughout those movies that an obsolete version will always kick its ass you know, with no matter how many new Terminators Skynet, you know, comes out, and, and apparently all the rest of the other Terminators, you know, the T X, the T one thousand, they all have feelings because they all can cry and, and all feel pain for some fucking reason. Same thing with John Connor's version of of his Nano Terminator. You know, he could feel pain, and the, this dark fate nonsense just goes to prove that you can kill. A major character of a story, John Connor, a main character of the Rebellion who changes everything, who who changes who's, who's Skynet's major goal. Um, the only thing I didn't like in Salvation, actually going really quick back to that, was that Kyle Reese was number one on their hit list, yeah. you know, then John Connor. How, Kyle, how Skynet knew Kyle Reese was John's father, I will never know. And they didn't tell you how they knew. Maybe they yeah. found the yeah. cup.
1: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, oh, that could the, the TX the T finger in it and smelled it and licked it. <laughs> and like, oh, father, you know. But uh... <laughs> but it goes to prove that you can kill a major character in Dark Fate, and no matter what would happen, a rebellion leader would always rise. That sucks. It's like it's like it's like in Halloween. I'll kill Loomis. Another Loomis will 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 just grow <laughs> like Groot. You know, like a Chia pet. Groot. You, you know, yeah, we'll grow, we'll grow a Loomis Groot. I hate that when they do that. Story, Story, if the story even story was good, I don't give a shit.
1: But at least he was a good curtain salesman.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <You> what? <laughs> but this Terminator has a dog now and is a father figure to some fucking kid. You know? And he never had sex with a girl he lived with for 15 years. You know, <laughs> I'm not that type. <laughs> and he gets sad. You ever see a sad Terminator?
1: Yeah. Hey,
0: this is was- a far cry from the first one.
1: They, they just, I mean, some of the, when they, once they started adding in humor and things like that, and it happened in, I don't know if it was Terminator 2 or 3, there was, there was a scene where he put these glasses on that were like Elton John glasses. The talk to the hand. I, talk to the hand thing, yeah. I was just like, what? This is a guy who pulled his own eyeball out, operated on his own arm, and went door to door slaying women with the initials SC.
0: Watching <laughs> his fist through a windshield.
1: Yeah. And now he's making, designing and selling drapes for fuck's sake. <laughs> I couldn't believe that when he, when they said, oh, he's, yeah, he's a curtain designer. i like, what? <laughs> or what about, take care of my
0: Sarah? Yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, come on. you know, Yeah. So if anyone's looking for a father figure, go get a Terminator. They, he'll be your father figure. Could you imagine if he, the first time in Dark Faith, we saw the Terminator had a whistle and a hat on and shorts and a playbook, and he was, he was coaching a kid's little league <laughs> the foul ball. He <laughs> just shoots the umpire, you know, or something like that. Yeah, uh, I said. I understand what you're saying. It went to the the unbelievable realm of being unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. let's also address the elephant in the room. Did James Cameron rip this off of
1: Harlan Ellison from the Outer Limits Soldier? Did he? This- this was something that I wasn't aware of until you brought it to my attention. And having watched that, um, I, I, I've only seen the... Have you seen the full episode? Yes. Yes, I have. Right, okay. So I haven't seen the full episode, but um, God, tell us.
0: So the, the episode of The Outer Limits, which is, like I said, written by Harlan Ellison uh, back in the 60s, uh, has to deal with two soldiers in the beginning of a futuristic war uh, surrounded by the rubble of society and lasers shooting all around them and they basically are taught to kill each other not finding out why they the uh, him and the percy's trying to kill clash in the beginning and wind up going back in time now if anyone wants to see this episode it's in public domain they can take a look for it themselves Uh, so harlan ellison the only reason why Harlan found out that the Terminator is kind of copywriting his ideas is from a magazine back in the day, which Darren, and I probably know called Starlog. Mm. It was an old, yeah. it's a futuristic sci-fi magazine, kind of like the horror version of Fangoria. Yeah. So what happened was, is that someone sci-fi version, of sci-fi version, yeah, <laughs> sci-fi version of Fangoria. Thank you. Uh so what happened was that the guy who interviewed James Cameron asked him about Terminator, and he said, "Oh yeah, it just ripped off a couple of Harlan Ellison's uh, stories." Said that in the article, and but Starlog changed that. You know, it, it's not in their printed version, but the interviewer slipped that under Harlan's door, figuratively. Oh, and Harlan Harlan was pissed. And rightly so. I think rightly so. So he brought up, he said in an interview, Harlan said in an interview, it was okay if they took my idea and went with it. If they just put an acknowledgement in it. Because they did this back alley, you know, shit and took my idea. Stole it. Stole it. (laughs) Literally stole it. And didn't acknowledge me, anything like that. Because he was a guy who believed that ideas in film should be passed around as art. It could be, you know, it's creative. You can't, you shouldn't market creativity. Um, and he was also, a, and if anyone wants to watch his interviews, he's a big guy against big head studio corporations. Um, so Orion settled out of court. They're like, oh shit, okay. Uh, but James Cameron said, you shouldn't. It's, it's not his idea, it's mine. But they have a copy of a transcript. That <laughs> <It>
1: says it.
0: <laughs> so they had they, they settled for an undisclosed amount, which Harlan does tell which what it was, because he goes, Jesus Christ, it's like thirty fucking years ago. I don't give a shit what they do to me. So they he gave they Orion gave him sixty five to seventy five thousand dollars with a five thousand a year increment for a number of years. And he also has to get television credit. Anytime it comes up on TV streaming in the credits, it has to say in the with the acknowledgement writings of Harlan Ellison. Well, he said, "I don't care if it went on to be a big series or anything like that." Now, um, I got roughly what I thought it was a good idea to get paid for back then: sixty-five to seventy-five plus you know five thousand dollar increments.
1: Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting that they, you know, that that whole thing came about. How clumsy! You know, to, to sort you of admit that, to that, I, and I—it's just—I mean, I saw your face when you
0: when you said, oh, "I just wrote, I just took some ideas from Harlan Ellison," and you're like, "You can't fucking say that!" <laughs> Not in the film industry because they'll pounce on you. You can't argue what this movie has done for horror cinema. You can't. Hmm. It's it's I I think it's a it's a great movie. I will watch it constantly. I don't own it. You it's surprised a movie me. That, yeah, that I don't that I don't own it. I thought you would have have something like this, you know, kind of. I know, I know, but you know, it's just I don't have one copy. I did, never had any copies. How many versions of this movie did you
1: have? Um, I don't own a physical copy. I don't think anymore. Um, I because I I'm, I tend to buy more sort of downloads, you know, mm-hmm. kind of four K, yep. yep. uh, iTunes stuff, and and you know that that sort of thing. I have owned it numerous times in the past, but, you know, all the, all the copies I have now are all digital, um, and that's good enough for me. You know, I watched it this morning. I've never watched a digital copy that I've got, and it was in 4K, and it was in, you know, 5.1, and, and it just looked and sounded fantastic, so it was it was nice to watch it. And I could tell that they'd, they'd played around with the sound mix. You know, like the recent Jaws releases that came out on Blu-ray where they kind of... Yeah. And even they did yeah. it with Halloween years ago where they kind of tarted up the, 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 the audio effects and everything. They done it you don't like that. <laughs> Frank's pulling a face. You don't like when they do that? I j I don't mind as long as they give you the original track as well. Which they do with Halloween. They, you always get the original mono yeah, track. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: That's don't funny. mess with the original theme for Terminator. Don't mess with it. Oh they I mean, mess that, that, with the theme. It was just
1: that's no, no, awesome. they didn't mess with that. They didn't mess with that. All they messed with was um, a lot of the, the, the sound effects from the action sequences, like a lot of oh, the, like the gun. Okay, like the gunshotting. And gunshots and, and the and, the, and the, Those and gunshots back in the 80s were
0: things. awesome sounds. They were Well, they've awesome. made
1: them better. Honestly, uh, they've not done anything to it to kind of make you go, what the fuck? You're messing around here. It's all for the better. Like Jaws was and like Halloween was, it's all for the better. So yeah, so I really enjoyed watching that today, and more so than Total Recall. So there,
0: yeah, I, I can't, we, I can't argue the significance of uh, the, f- the first Terminator. I love the Terminator. It's not a movie that I will watch constantly, like we've been repeating on some of our other episodes. I, I, I choose Total Recall over Terminator, <laughs> mm. <laughs> just for the quips, you know, just yeah. for the, yeah. the quips. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's it's definitely the best out of the franchise.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. it's
0: it's it's the best overall music. Yeah. special effects, real to the point. Tension. Of being, yes, tension and and not hearing Linda and actually seeing Linda Hamilton be a woman and not getting a asthmatic voice at the end of the series, <laughs> you know, or she sounds like she's been smoking ten thousand packs of cigarettes at the end of the day. and <laughs> yeah.
1: um, you have to admit though, in the the first two movies, her character arc is tremendous yes and you know even even a, even a character, arc, in, character yeah yeah in, in the fir- in the first film she has a great arc um but it's kind of completed in terminator 2 where she turns from this kind of you know she's just a a, a teenager she's 18 years old
0: yeah
1: and and she's like a mercenary in um in terminator 2 um it's it's you know it's she's one of the iconic um yeah she's up there as we always say she's up there with laurie strode with ripley um with all these other iconic um female leads
0: yeah it's it's it's, it's a shame that you know i think only in dark fate she was only you know fanfare you know throwing her yeah. in yeah uh but you have to have her in because you killed off the father of the fucking revolution in order <laughs> to start the series <laughs> you bunch of idiots
1: and made him a curtain maker.
0: Yeah, made him a curtain maker. <laughs> God damn. And and, and 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 a dog trainer. <laughs> and, and a supportive father. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was our that was our take on Terminator and a little bit of the franchise.
1: Well we uh we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. And um I should have said this at the start, but I'll say it now. If any of you have got any feedback or questions or uh you just wanna have a go at us <laughs> over over email. Uh if you disagree with anything we've said, then you can reach out to us at tslmoviepodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or you can join the um Slaughtered Lamb Movie Podcast Facebook group. Um, just ping us a request to join and we'll we'll let you in. Next week. Great. What have we got next week? Oh, I know. Frank doesn't know. He's forgotten. Oh yeah, yeah he's allowed to do you know he's allowed to forget on his birthday so uh, it's big trouble in little china excellent which is gonna be a lot of fun a lot of fun oh um love it yeah yeah bit of john carpenter next week so um should be a good laugh john and kurt wow. yeah mm.
0: all right everybody so in the meantime stick to the roads and the best of luck